Hello, and thank you for listening to a special episode of Teacher Magazine's Global Education Podcast. I'm Rebecca Vukovic. The results from the Trends in International Mathematics and Science study were released earlier this week. Conducted every four years, this major international assessment compares the achievements of years four and eight students in mathematics and science. A report released by the Australian Council for Educational Research shows that while many other countries have improved, Australian performances have largely stagnated. In fact, the Australian results have been labelled a cause for grave concern after they indicated years four and eight student achievements have flatlined over the past 20 years. I sat down with Dr Sue Thompson, Director of Educational Monitoring and Research at ACER and the report's lead author to discuss the results. So Dr Sue Thompson, thank you for joining Teacher Magazine. It's a pleasure. So in response to Tim's 2015, Australia's performance has been described as a wake-up call and cause for grave concern. Could you talk me through some of the statistics? So how bad is it? Okay. Um, in terms of the statistics, I guess on... Um, on the face of it, it doesn't look that bad. We're, we're sort of achieving at about in the middle of the field in terms of an international assessment. Um, we have probably more than around half the countries um, in in the, the countries participating who are doing better than us and about half doing worse. I guess what is con- of course for concern is the fact that um, over the last 20 years since we started testing in teams, We've not improved our scores in that time. We're still basically at the same level that we were 20 years ago, which is a cause of concern when other countries have leapfrogged us uh, and and improved their educational system during that time. So preparing their students better for a world in which they'll need maths and science and and technology in their their jobs. Mm -hmm. And we've heard that between one quarter and one third of Australian students didn't achieve the TIMS intermediate benchmark, which mm-hmm. what we call the equivalent of the Australian proficient standard. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping you could explain to me what we mean when we say proficient standard. So what it actually looks like in a classroom setting. Okay, well, it depends on which year level, of course, you're looking at and, and what subject you're looking at. And that's always a complication with TIMS is you've got two subjects and mm. two year levels. But... It was, it was set by Makicha several years ago as being um, the basis for reporting uh, for Tim's and, and Pearls and Pisa on reporting towards the Melbourne Declaration on Educational Goals. And it's supposed to be a challenging but achievable goal for Australian students. And so what it looks like in the classroom is it, it, it means it's not the basic level of, of mathematics. So in, for example, in Year 4 level, it's not it's more than just being able to add and subtract. It's having a bit, a little bit better idea of what of what uh, mathematics is about, for example. Um, so we talk about the international benchmarks, and students are uh, graded, compa- you know, depending on how they do on the the TIMS assessment. They're graded uh, on these uh, according to these benchmarks. So it might it's it basically showing um, a basic mathematical knowledge, being able to apply basic mathematics in everyday situations, um, being able to do more than just the basics of addition and subtraction, however. So that's what it looks like in the, in the classroom, I guess. 
Yeah, fantastic. And on a more practical level, in what ways could Australia improve its results in international comparative assessments like TIMS? The way that we need to improve our results or that we could improve our results is by lifting the performance of the low, the lowest achieving students. So, you know, when you've talked about being between a quarter and a third of students not achieving that intermediate benchmark, what we have to look at is how we can uh, scaffold those students and make their experience better and lift their achievement. By lifting their achievement, we lift our overall achievement. So we can look at it by improving the achievement of the lowest, lowest um, achieving students and also by extending the, the achievement of our higher achieving students, so pushing those students to achieve even higher levels and pushing more students to achieve those higher levels. Mm. And um, you've said in the past we, uh, we need a real commitment by our policy makers to implement coordinated, sustained and interconnected strategies to improve student performances. So I was wondering what kind of strategies did you have in mind? Um, basically what I don't have in mind is a whole series of strategies that go for a couple of years and then change to something else and then that doesn't work so we try something else. I think what we need to look at is we need to look at evidence-based strategies so we need to look at what works for what students. We need to make sure that those processes are evaluated properly so that we know what works uh, for which particular students and we know what doesn't work and we don't keep reinventing the wheel over and over. But I think what I mean more than anything is that we have things that, that are sustainable over more than one series of governments, for example, so not changed every three years when we get a new government in. Fantastic. Well, Dr Sue Thompson, thank you for sharing your insights with Teacher Magazine. Thank you. That's all for this episode of Global Education. For more on TIMS 2015, check out the podcast transcript and related readings at our website www.teachermagazine.com.au To download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen acer.